Welcome to Pastor's Chat today. Well, today we're starting a new psalm, Psalm 33. Now, interestingly, this psalm is one of the very few psalms that doesn't have an inscription or a title to it. It doesn't say, like many of the psalms, a psalm of David. So we're not totally 100,000% sure who wrote the psalm, but because of the location of the psalm, Psalm 33 following Psalm 32, we know Psalm 32 was a psalm of David, and many have linked this psalm together with Psalm 32. Now it appears that this psalm was written in a time of a national crisis or shortly after a great victory over maybe an enemy army. And uh, the Lord brought his people together. He gave them victory. And now they are called to praise. Uh, some have said this psalm is a primer to praise. A primer to praise. You know, God has created us to worship him, to praise him, to bring him glory and honor. I mean, that's what heaven will be like. Read those first chapters of Revelation of the praise and the worship in heaven. We've been created for this purpose. There's something in us that wants to worship and to worship the true, the living God. Oh, what a wonderful opportunity, pleasure we can have as we learn to do that. So it's a primer to praise. You are struggling maybe to praise the Lord when you look at all the difficulties and challenges and problems in life. Well, I'm telling you, someone has said it this way, praise brings down the blessings of God. And there's something about even turning from the problems, the challenges, the hurts, the pains, the suffering of life, and just start praising the Lord anyway, because God is always good. And when you do that, the blessings begin to flow into your life. And we'll see that in Psalm 33. Well, let me read these first 11 verses. It's a psalm with a 22 verses, and so we can divide it into maybe two parts, the first 11 verses and the last 11 verses. But today I want to read at least these first 11 verses and listen carefully as you hear this call, this call to praise. And so he says, Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise from the upright is beautiful. Uh, some translations use the word coming for beautiful or praise is becoming of a person who is upright in heart, who is godly, who loves the Lord. Praise is beautiful in the sight of God. Praise the Lord with a harp. Make melody to Him with an instrument of ten strings. Sing to Him a new song. Pray, play skillfully with a shout of joy, for the word of the Lord is right. And all his work is done in truth. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the deep in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the plans of the people of no effect. The counsel of the Lord, though, stands forever. The plans of his heart to all generations. 
Well, I like what Spurgeon said about this psalm. This psalm, we praise him because of his omniscience. He knows all things. His counsel stands. We praise him because of his omnipotence. He spoke and the world came into existence. We praise him because he is the only one who can redeem us. Yes, this psalm, I love what, uh, I believe it was... Uh, uh, Philip said this psalm is linked together by its subject with Psalm 32, the mercy and the majesty of God. The mercy of God in Psalm 32 and the majesty of God here in Psalm 33. They set forth God in His infinite grace and His greatness. One deals with God as Redeemer, the other deals with God as Creator. And this Psalm 33 shows us how awesome and how great our God is, and He deserves all of our praise. So let's praise Him today as we study and think and meditate on Psalm 33. God bless, and you have a wonderful, wonderful day.